At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, we're going to start this hour talking game number four of the NBA Finals between the Nuggets and the Heat in Miami. And VSIN's very own NBA senior betting analyst for this sport, Jonathan Von Tobel, joins the program. JVT, what's shaking, man? Nothing much, guys. You know, it's been a fun series, I think, uh, watching all the intricacies of the matchup and the adjustments from the two really good coaches and obviously the performances from great individual players. So I've enjoyed myself so far. Yeah, we were talking about this in the previous hour. Like, we trust Spolstra to look at the tape and find some some areas here where they can actually adjust to what Denver did to not allow, you know, because Denver was so good at um, getting getting uh, closure out on the three-point shooters from Miami in Game 3, so I think they're going to find a wrinkle here. And also, like the Michael Porter props, are you going to buy low on this guy? Do you trust him to go over 10.5 points tonight? I kind of want to bet him to go over finally. Yeah, I think this is the time to probably do it for Michael Porter Jr. after the struggles that he's seen. You know, what are we talking about? 10.5 points for his point total prop. It's a lot lower than what we thought. I, I guess the worry would be that Michael Malone is falling more in love with Christian Brown, who only had two fewer minutes than him in, in game three, and that maybe that kind of eats into it. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I do think you need to add some more shooting. I mean, that's the scary part about this from Miami's perspective is that Denver hasn't shot the ball at all particularly well mm-hmm. throughout this series. And Michael Porter Jr. has been at the center of that. So I, I think your point is valid where if you're going to do something to find your offense, which has actually been very, very good throughout this entire series, but the one weak point has been that shooting and that ties into Michael Porter Jr. I would think that we have a game where we're probably going to see some stuff intentionally drawn up to get Michael Porter Jr. going. The volume should be there for him because they need three-point shooting. And especially if Miami's going to take advantage of some of the looks they had in game three, especially at home where role players tend to shoot a little bit better, I would think it's a time to buy low now on Porter Jr. I know like double-doubles have been a popular prop that's been bet on quite a bit for him. I wouldn't go that far, but I think betting over points or if you want to bet over three-point makes, it's probably the way to go tonight for sure. How about Murray? 
Do you think Murray has another monster game? And uh, again, as we talked about before you came on, I'm, I'm fine with it if Denver, because you see how Porter, Pope, and jo- G- uh, Gordon are struggling if these two guys are just taking the majority of the shots. Yeah, you know, I I think there is something there with Jamal Murray, man. I mean, one of the one of the crazy things, Paul, about Nikola Jokic's run is that we're quietly not talking about a dude that might be averaging like a 50, 40, 90 in the postseason, you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> uh, who's, who's playing as well as he is in Jamal Murray. And I thought Kurt Heelan had a really good write-up uh, about the game in game three, which is one of the small adjustments that Denver made, which is like, it's crazy. I wish my eye was this trained, is they actually changed the angles in which they were screening guys for Jamal Murray making him sharper to the basket so that when he's turning the corner, he's got a little bit of a clearer path when he's getting to within four feet. And you saw it. I mean, he was getting to the rim, uh, not with ease, but as as well as you can in an NBA Finals matchup against a defensive team like the Miami Heat. And that two-man game with him and Nikola Jokic, you know, a, a multitude of the assists that these two guys had were to one another because that two-man game is working pretty well. I honestly don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. So I think with Murray, you know, maybe it doesn't manifest itself in points, but I do think those assists are still going to be there. He's had 10 each one of these games. He's still a small underdog, by the way, and it's like minus 105, but still a small underdog to lead the series in assists. And he's got a two assist lead on Jokic right now for the with the series leader. I don't think those are going anywhere anytime soon because of that two man game, Paul. So maybe the scoring's not there. Another 30 point triple double. But I still think the yeah. success is going to be there for him. Who do you trust uh, from the others with Miami tonight? Hero's already been ruled out. But uh, do you think Vincent bounces back? Martin coming back now uh, over the flu? Who, who do you look at now from Miami with the others to step up tonight? Yeah, I think you're going Vincent because the only reason, first off, game three, Vincent did struggle. Uh, the shooting really wasn't there, but also a big part of it was the fouls, right? Oh, yeah. He, he racked up three fouls really uh-huh. quickly. Uh, the minutes were cut into, so that's really not going to help you out if you're looking at it from that perspective. But I'll tell you one, I want to pull up his points really quickly to see if it's around there. You know, a guy that's been pretty quietly coming off the bench and at least doing well with really low minute counts has been Kyle Lowry. You know, Lowry's been pretty solid, and he's really good at killing their drop coverage. Through three games, he's gone over his point total in each of the first three games so far, in just barely, but still, nine points, nine points, and 11. But Lowry's done a pretty decent job with the minutes that he's getting. And I know it's not sexy to play Kyle Lowry point prop because, of course, you're not really going to see him a lot. But I think at a low point total prop with a guy who's capable of killing that drop coverage that we've seen them take advantage of, at least in instances where he's on the floor with Nikola Jokic. Uh, I wouldn't say no to to that, at least when you're talking about trying to find a positive prop or betting an over on some of these Miami role players. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, our NBA senior betting analyst on the program right now. He's on Twitter, at MeJVT. His podcast here is called Hardwood Handicappers. Does a great job with Kelly Bidlin. I, I kind of broke down the pace about 30 minutes ago so far of this series I mean, JVT, we're averaging here basically 90, 91 possessions per game. The total in game one was Mm -hmm. 219. Now we're sitting at 210.5. I mean, if we get 90 possessions tonight, right? I mean, and you you sent me, you texted me a great number on the fourth quarter from uh, game two when they just played out of their minds from an offensive standpoint. Is the total still too high in this game? So I think we're probably floating at the range where it's getting to where it should be. And and I would expect, given the way the market moves, guys, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to like 210, maybe 209 and a half tonight. We'll see if that's going to be the case. I know the South Point's at 211 right now. But but I'll say this. I, I think one of the dangers in maybe continuing to bet this thing under, because I was listening to you guys earlier, right? We were at 219 in game one. Now we're down to 210, 210 and a half for this game is that Denver very quietly has had a lot of offensive success in this series. And that is without the three-point shooting. 
You know, you go to the first half of game one, they had an offensive rating of 130. They had an offensive rating of 120 in the game two. And in game three yesterday, a non-garbage timer the other day, had an offensive rating of 121. In the fourth quarter, where Miami mostly played zone, you know, they had an offensive rating of 117. So Denver has really quietly actually picked apart Miami. It just doesn't really show because of the slow pace and people are just seeing pretty low scores. But if you look at the efficiency numbers, Denver has brutalized what Miami's doing. So I, I think a way to approach it, Mitch, is instead of messing with the game total, which I think is right about where it should be now, and especially if you think somebody that's like Miami is live, I think that correlates a little bit more to the over because if Miami's live, that means the three-point shots are going down. So you're going to be playing with fire. I think a way to look at it tonight is to bet t- Denver's team total. It's at 106 and a half. You can bet this thing over. Uh, again, the, the Heat have had no mm-hmm. answers for what Denver wants to do defensively. Denver is very well prepared for that 2-3 zone. What the zone's been doing is slowing the pace down. It hasn't been cutting to the efficiency of the Denver Nuggets. And I think that's the way you're going to play this here today. So I bet the team total over for Denver at 106 and a half. Okay. Still playable. You can lay minus 115 or 120. But I think that's how you're messing with the total here tonight. I can't believe it's worked, and I can't believe how much zone that they use uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, two questions here, however you want to attack this. Uh, where, what Lillard could do, where Lillard's going to wind up, and then Miller is now a $1.70 to go second in the draft, and then what happens with the third pick, if, if anything, anything like there, and what could happen with Portland, what Lillard decides to do. So, I, look, I'm very much in the camp, Paul, that if you're Portland, it, I'm, you're telling Damian Lillard it's over, right? Like, we commend you for trying to win here. But think about what Portland can be now once we're out of the draft. You could have the assets of whatever you get for Damian Lillard. Uh-huh. You could have Scoot Henderson. Yep. You could have Shaden Sharp. You could have Anthony Simons. Like, you could have a really good young core to build around here in the future. And that's just your windows just don't match anymore. And so I think he's going to get traded. I I think this is the start of the rumblings of, hey, let's start to move on. Let's start to get the things done. Even Damian Lillard on one of those podcast appearances said it. Like, if you're not going to get the assets, then we need to have the conversation. It's time to have the conversation. So I think that's going to happen. Portland, for those who didn't see it, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but they did hire essentially a trainer that's been working with Scoot Henderson for a really long time. Uh, just the other day. So th- there are signs there. They're they're getting ready mm-hmm. uh, to draft Scoot Henderson at number three. So I think that's going to be the case. I think Brandon Miller, rightfully so, uh, is going to be the guy. Had a workout with the, with the uh, Charlotte Hornets just last Saturday. So I, I think that this is kind of leading up to knowing what we're getting at number one, Miller going number two, and then Scoot Henderson going number three. And I think that's ultimately how we're going to see things shake out for sure. Is Cam Whitmore going to go fifth overall? Does he go fourth? Uh, See, because his man. prop is five and a half. It's now he's sitting at what minus two twenty to go under five and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's the interesting part because we so we got to talk to Rafael Barlow who works for NBA Big Board, and he mentioned that hey, look, Detroit likes him. Like he's not getting past Detroit. Okay. There's also rumblings. There's also rumblings though that Detroit might want to trade that pick because they want to get competitive pretty quickly. We don't know if that's going to be the case. I think that's more tied to hiring Monty Williams, but I think Monty Williams is, uh, if you read some of the quotes, he's willing to kind of work through this rebuild. So either way, Mitch, like I think I don't think he's getting past five. The question is just, does Houston take a shot with him at number four? Because you could still get a small plus price at last look for Cam to go fifth overall exactly. And I think that's really what you're banking on because the interesting part about all of this dynamic is for those who haven't been keeping track, uh, Amon Thompson, I think I brought this up to you guys the last time we talked about this, the, the gap between him and his brother, Asar, is really shrinking in the betting market. And overall, people are realizing that the gap between those two guys is not really that big. And so now all of these mock drafts that have slated Amon Thompson to go fourth overall because, hey, you know, he's the fourth best prospect. That's not really the case anymore. Some spots mm. have him going down as far as 11th. So you could get burned by Cam Whitmore going fourth overall, too. But I don't think he's getting past five. I think when you look at some of the prices, even at like minus 200, again, in these drafts, it's all information based. 
I, information is he's not getting past five. So I still think that's a price worth playing if you want to play under five and a half for Cam Whitmore. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing rumblings uh, from yesterday anyway that the Magic, there's uh, some belief around the league that they could get uh, creative here. They own picks number six and 11. They might try to get in that three to five range. Yep. Well, and they, because they need a point guard. You know what I mean? They, they desperately need a point guard. And the guy that would really fit for them nicely is Scoot Henderson. Yeah. So it does bring up the dynamic of what, what Portland wants to do. Are they willing to ship off, you know, some pieces? But again, like, look, look at what the goal is going to be. What does Orlando have that's going to make Damian Lillard happy that you're going to be willing to trade the third overall pick for? I'm not entirely sure, but that has been one of the rumblings. And if you find one of those exacts, right, like team to draft player, it's going to be a long shot, but putting a small sprinkle on Scoot Henderson to be an Orlando Magic player is, I think, something that you might put a small bet on because they are a team go. that is rumored to get up there. Now we're talking. By the way, yep. they're just going to punt on Jalen Suggs? I, it's just, he's not Scoot Henderson. You know, Suggs is, it, Suggs is a fine player, but he, I think Scoot Henderson's almost like Russell Westbrook. Like, in his prime coming out, man, the guy's athletic. He can get to the rim. He's a good mid-range shooter. Like, there's a lot to like about Scoot Henderson. If you haven't watched him, go check him out. It's incredible. Listen to JVT's podcast. It's called Hardwood Handicappers. It's a phenomenal job. Thanks, pal. Enjoy the game tonight. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Football up next. I couldn't believe it when I read this headline yesterday. No way they could turn to this quarterback. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good to have you on board here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on Twitter yesterday, Paulie. And uh, something is in my timeline, and I had to do like a triple take. I'm like, there's no way that that was actually like typed out and somebody hit send on this. But it was, and they did. And you're starting to win me over on this, by the way. You brought it up a couple of weeks back. I'm talking about the Las Vegas Raiders and their win total, which is around 7.5. you got to pay some serious juice right now to go under 7.5. But the headline was, Carson Wentz 
could be the, quote, best option if Jimmy Garoppolo is out. Carson Wentz is the guy they might have to turn to. Oh, man. Yeah. So Well, rest assured, he's, I like the guy, but he's going to get hurt. It's just that's, that's Jimmy. And now what happened with the delayed press conference and, and the physical and the foot? He's, he's in there, he wins games when he's healthy, but he's, he's rarely healthy. NBC's, and it, yeah. it's certainly people bashing his performance over the years. Well, he's been playing with numerous injuries sure. when he's in there. The kid's a warrior. But the, this is, yeah, this is, I, I don't think this will go well for the Raiders this year. No, NBC Sports Edge tweeted that out. And I was like, you know, after <laughs> I you know, looked into it, I'm like, they, they probably are onto something here. That, you're right, Garoppolo at some point will miss games. Are they going to go with Jared Stidham? If, like, let's say Garoppolo is going to have to miss, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 games. We find out sometime early on in the season. Is Stidham going to be the guy? Do they tank the entire season? Or are they, do they turn to Wentz? I could actually see that happening. Well, let's be honest. Are you going to continue? Well, I was going to say, like, no, his numbers overall, like the year that he had a couple years ago, that was misleading because he had 27-7. and seven. Good for him on the touchdown-to-INT ratio. His uh, passer rating was 94.6, which was 12th in the league. But, Paulie, that was the year that he was just throwing everything down the field, and they were getting the P.I. calls. He was, like, under-throwing guys by four or five yards, and they were getting tackled. And all of a sudden, here's first and goal for the Colts at the eight. Can you protect them? Can he get it to the weapons that they have and get Adams involved? The other thing, let's be honest, uh, how many times were they outcoached? McDaniels was a disaster in Denver, and they blew how many halftime and double-digit leads last year? Uh Uh-huh. So now what's the difference between Carr and Garoppolo? You know, that's uh, I wasn't a Carr fan, but that's what can McDaniels get out of him? And certainly the halftime adjustments are a lack thereof. Is the defense even close to average? What do you have there? Oh, by the way, it's a tough division, and Sean Payton's now with, with Denver. You know he'll get more out of Wilson, yep. and he'll turn that around because I think Payton's a fantastic coach. The Chargers are better, and we know about the Chiefs. So yeah, I think it's going to be a tough go. So Raiders under, Bears under. Titans under. I think the Titans will uh, punt midway on the season, go total rebuild. You'll see Levis in there. They might move Henry. And I go back and forth with this, but I think, you know, Bill Barnwell made some interesting points about the Jets. He thinks they're going to finish in last place. And he brought up the fact that they won seven games last year, but five of them were against backup quarterbacks. Okay, sure. So all the Rodgers hype, and could they be the second best team or the best team in that division? And Maybe the numbers were misleading with the defense because of who's they face with the quarterback position. I still am going to go down with the ship and die on the hill that they would have made the playoffs with Mike White, the Zach Wilson crap. But certainly uh, Rodgers struggled last year, but you're still going to have a massive upgrade from Wilson to Rodgers and a Rodgers with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove. You get hauled back in a, in a good running game. But it, it's an interesting case and in, in breakdown that he had about, look who they beat, though. Well, for what it's worth, According to reports, the New York Jets are also maybe going to be in the mix for Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook is 27 years old. That is your hometown team. Very good, but never doesn't stay healthy. Yeah. Were you surprised that they cut him? Here's the thing. They could not find a trade partner. Yeah, I know. That just, I mean, that just, it reeks of that position and what it's turned into. And we all know this mm. for the last 20 years or so. But Delvin Cook is 27. I think he's had four consecutive years with more than 1,000 yards rushing He's a threat to catch the ball as well out of the backfield. And they shopped that guy around. They exhausted picking up the phone call and finally said, nobody wants anything to do with him. We got to cut the guy. We got to move on. That's, 
It's right? right there for Detroit this year. Oh, is it on a silver platter for Detroit? Who knows? Maybe your Green Bay ticket has a shot in Green. Because uh, be- I mean, Minnesota, everything went their way. They were fugazi. The fourth quarter magic, winning all the close games, and and what happened against the Giants? Uh, they go out in the playoffs. But now you don't have Thielen. You don't have Cook. It's going to be interesting to, to watch. Where you know the ball's going to Jefferson. Can yeah. you stop it? How creative O'Connell can be. Well, that team but- is going to look much different potentially as early as next year to the Minnesota Vikings team that we have uh, watched over the last couple of years because Cousins is not going to be the quarterback for much longer. Like you just said, Thielen is no longer there. Um, Cook, gone. Madison actually might be better, by the way. I would not be surprised if Madison has a tremendous year for the Vikings. He can do a little bit of everything on top of that, but I think you're right. That division, by, by the way, you, if you are betting on the Detroit Lions to either win that division or go over, it's the first time that franchise has had like high expectations in how long? Oh. S- since Barry Sanders was the running back? Yeah. So we're go- we're Wayne go- Fonts? We have to go back that far? We're going back 27, I, 28 years? I think Bobby Ross took him to the playoffs. He did. Okay, but that's, yeah, it, it's... Scott, remember Scott Mitchell? I remember all of it because <laughs> I, 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 I just I suffered through oh. watching that team play with because I love Barry Sanders so uh, much. Yeah, it was so frustrating. Every it was like eleven and five, and then five and eleven, and then nine and seven playoffs, and then four and twelve, and then the quarterback play was so wow. bad. The coaching was terrible. They never had a good team. Certainly, if they can get a a, a good defense this year, watch out. Now, I actually believe that that wasn't a fluke last year with Goff. I think he's a good quarterback now, yeah. and I, I actually trust Goff. But you have to love that offense, and even though you lose Williams, you can just plug in and, and put other guys in there. And uh, with a good running game and passing attack, you got a ton of suspensions to deal with and what happened to Williams. But, you know, full marks to Dan Campbell. Now, uh, Dan Campbell saying all the right things about why the slow start, and that can't happen again. So not only, not only were they, should they have made the playoffs, they could have made noise. Would have been a tough matchup if they were playing the Niners. But there were yeah. so many teams – where we wanted to see them in the worst in the in the worst way because we thought they could have been uh, dangerous, but how they would have beat the Vikings? They could have beat you know if they were matched up against the Giants, what they could have done and well, this teams is, they could have beat going up head to head. Philly would have been tough, but they played Philly week uh, was it week one or week two, and it was a shootout and they lost by three, I think. Yeah, it was week one, and they came back and they made it a very close game. I was laying four with the Eagles in that game, and uh, they couldn't cover. They blew a huge lead. Um, the Lions. This is why it's setting up so perfectly for them this year to actually be good. Well, look at the schedule right? to start, though. Oh, no, no, I, I get is, that. I right? mean, if Campbell's right, if Campbell can turn this around and they're thinking of all these ways, no slow start, let's turn it around. I mean, my God. Well, they'll lose the Thursday night opener uh, in Kansas City, but then you get Seattle, Atlanta, Green Bay, Carolina, and Tampa. That's. I mean, that, and a lot of those are at home. Very doable. Yes, it is. Manageable. Then, they get the right. Raiders on Monday night at home before the bye. Right. Another game. Then look at after the bye. They get the Bears and Packers in back-to-back weeks. I mean, okay. Uh, the NFC at the very top again this year. Eagles are very good. Niners will have a super high power rating. Cowboys are going to be good. But then who? Right? In that division, nobody's going to buy into the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks the NFC South is yeah. terrible. Oh, it is. Right? That should be the Saints division. So then, do the Seahawks play that well again this year? Does Geno give him that kind of a season? I mean, you could easily see him bouncing back and having like 16 touchdowns sure. and 15 INTs. Good for him. Do it again. Sure. Um, the Rams aren't going to be any good this year. I agree. 
So, like, really, who who does it come down to in the NFC other than, like, those two teams? And I don't trust the Cowboys at all in the playoffs. So, is it going to be a repeat of last year, Eagles and Niners? The, the, the Lions can't, like, throw their head into the ring here? They should be able to if they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Should I mean, win double-digit games. It's just the, I mean, the balance, again, this year between the NFC and the AFC, it's, it's light years, the difference between those two. Com- also, yep. yesterday, Frank Clark... Mm-hmm. agreed to a deal with Denver. So he goes from the Chiefs to Denver. For what it's worth, Pro Football Focus ranked him as the 68th best edge defender last year in the NFL. But he has 72 career sacks, and now he's going to be chasing Patrick Mahomes twice anyway, at least, rather than playing with the guy. So there was a ton of news yesterday, and Bryce Young led the first string offense for the first time on Thursday I'm looking at the odds to uh, win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's going to get, like, they're going to trot him out there from week one. He's going to have the opportunities here. He was the number one overall pick in the draft. They have a, a nice running game, good defense. He's plus 450. Isn't that a good bet to win? I, I never yeah. bet that, like, one of the, Bijan is three to one. Can't bet that. You can't bet Bijan? That's too low. I, I see. I, I can't bet it either. I can bet him at plus 450 or yeah. five to one. Bryce Young. The other thing. Uh, with the coaches, you go. What is what is Peyton Worth coming off a year with Hackett? And that may be the other thing where you're concerned with the Jets because Hackett's the OC yeah. and, and Rogers love affair with the guy. I don't get it. But you go from fan from um, Joseph to Fangio to Wackett, and now you got Sean Payton. It's going to be night and day what they're going to look like. Offense, everything, all 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 over that organization. Yep. So the league has had a problem with players betting on sports. Who'd they turn to to create a video and talk to these players? None other than the GOAT. We'll tell you what he said next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet $5.00. You get a $200 bonus bet instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. By the way, the menu's incredible. As you know, NBA, NHL playoffs, and the boost today, NBA, even money. Well, the big three score 20 points in the finals. Uh, Butler, Joker, Murray. That's been boosted to even money. By the way, thanks for the reminder on Twitter. Preseason yeah. form here. Way, way pre preseason form. Sidham's on the Broncos, not on the Raiders anymore. So that their depth chart at quarterback is Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer, and they drafted Aiden, Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. And they're playing in the, that division. Oh, mamma mia. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the gambling problem for the league, a little bit out of control for them. They don't like their... Uh, players betting on sports from the team facility, betting on NFL games. They turned to Tom Brady to make a video and talk to the players. According to (laughs) sources in the message, he talked about his love of football and how the opportunity to play in the NFL was a privilege of a lifetime. He then says betting on NFL games hurts the integrity of the league and the reputation of everyone on the team, and it's just not worth it. That was pretty quick, huh? The turnaround on that? Hey, Tom, we need a favor. Okay. Can you create a video for us? Absolutely. 
Why is that a rule? And why is the, why is there a lack of communication about what? Because Jamison Williams said, I didn't know it was a rule. I forgot about it. It's like yeah. you're betting from the facility on an NBA game. Oh, remember. So, I mean, that that's there's got to be better communication. I agree with Mike Florio. Uh, but the other thing, it seems to be an absurd rule. We had David Purdom on the show who covers this stuff, or ESPN, this week. And in his story, and he talked about this on the air with us, they send out messages and talk to more than 17,000 people, like in and around the league, employees, players, whatever, every single year. And they tell them, gambling's bad. Don't you dare do it. And yet there's like a mixed message from the players. Oh, I didn't know that. I couldn't really. How, so are they not paying attention? Well, the other thing, he said there's going to be more names coming. Yeah, right. Be more guys that get caught here and more suspensions. And we've seen how it's impacted the uh, the Lions so far. Right. Right. But then again, it goes back to Rodgers and also Ridley. Like, what are you doing? Why would you? You can't. You bet not. You, you, Purdom's right. You have to know it's. You can't bet on the NFL that you're doing something wrong here. Yep. But to throw it, what it cost Ridley and the one year suspension, and then the Rodgers kid betting fifty dollars a game, and the guy's in the final year of a four million dollar deal. No kidding. Um, Matt Baskurgeon is going to join the program coming up in thirty minutes. MLB Network will talk baseball with him at that time. A little bit on that sport here. I'm looking at two different sets of power ratings, and I'm going to compare these right now and ask a gambling question about a future number on a World Series price. Because at ESPN, and also here at this network, vcin.com, with the power ratings, the American League really comes through at the top. Here at this network, at the very top of the power ratings, six of the top eight teams are in the American League. The Astros, Rays, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rangers, and Orioles all fit into the top eight. The only two National League teams to fit in, as you would probably guess, the Dodgers and the Braves. At ESPN.com, eight of their top 11 teams are in the American League. Rays are number one. They have the Rangers number two. Braves three, Astros four, Dodgers five, and then it's all pretty much American League teams after that. Like you did when you thought you were going to get a good price on the Bruins or like the Maple Leafs when you bet the Eastern Conference in the NHL. Mm. It didn't work out that way. But if you could find a price on the American League right now to win the World Series based on the very top of the power ratings, good idea, bad idea? I, I, would, I would actually you know consider that depending on the number. Because you're going to go to war with teams like we just rattled off. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a good team in the American League, even if upsets do happen. Well, in the, in the National League, if you get upsets, like that can last, mean... Like last year. Right. That can mean Braves, Dodgers don't get there, and you might have a team like the Brewers or the Padres getting in. Okay. The ESPN rankings have the Twins 10th. Uh... Yeah, Why? Because they just, uh, currently are in front of their division? Yeah, too many of this. You either look at record or look at the, the place in the standings. No doubt. They also have Baltimore ahead of the Yankees, which Baltimore is a good team, and I think they're for real, but you know, I, I would take the Yankees, especially when they're healthy, Yeah. Or over the Orioles with their rankings. But that's when you look at the future odds, and then with the power ratings as well, how stacked. Well, I mean, look at the AL East. I mean, that's why, I, I, that's why you can't. Where's Boston on that list? I mean, the Red Sox have the same record as Minnesota. But they're 14 back because they're in the wrong division. And here comes Toronto now. 
mean, to think you're eight games over 500, but you're in fourth place. How good this division is. And we know they have a power rating. Yep. So it's going to be, right as we talk here today, it's going to be wild, the American League playoffs. But then in, in the NL, yes, you, you, I know what happened last year, but you trust Atlanta. But between the this Dodgers pitching staff, and then who are they going to see? Who's going to make it out of there with how bad San Diego and the big disappointment the Mets have been? Who else is going to sneak in there and, and grab these wild cards and and uh, and maybe upset some people? I, I believe in Arizona. I think they're going to keep it together, and they're going to make it. They're a dollar. What are they? A dollar thirty now to make the playoffs. But how this uh, things could play out, and and I'm sure a lot of people probably dismiss Milwaukee and that NL Central too. Who knows? Maybe the Pirates catch them. I don't know. But Milwaukee's playing good ball, even they, though they, they lost are, yesterday. They better are, yeah, ball, they better ball. Their bullpen blew that game yesterday, and. Yep. I must admit that uh, Corbin Burns now recently is recent for he's really turned it around. He he's somehow like recaptured that form from a couple of years ago. Guy's been awesome. Uh, my takeaway from this is you can absolutely you know find some value down the board to win the National League on some of these teams. I took a shot yesterday with the White Sox. We talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shop around right now. They're available at 125 to one just to win the American League. They were 300 to one yesterday at some spots to win the World Series, but in the National League. I don't know. I mean, when chaos happens almost every single year in this sport, maybe maybe it will be the Brewers or the Phillies can go down that path again this year or the Diamondbacks. What, do you think the Mets can... Or what, what's Cohen going to do? You, this is uh, uh, totally unacceptable. He's got to be losing his mind. To have a $300 million payroll and you're under five hundred in the middle of June, yeah. he's got to be screaming, holy hell. You know, and the teams you mentioned here... When you look at Covers.com and the ROI, fourth worst ROI, the Padres, fifth worst, the White Sox. Number one in ROI, it's risking $100. Uh, Texas, number one, Arizona, two, Tampa, three, Baltimore, four, Pittsburgh, five. But certainly we're in this great series that starts today with Texas and Tampa, uh, I think the both teams are going to be factors. And you asked the Mets question, but you know Texas got to do something. You got yeah. to go for this if you're Texas and you try to replace uh, – the Grom, uh, but but going also with the Dodgers with the lack of starting pitching and injuries, their bullpen ERA is twenty sixth. Seems like we've been talking about this almost every year with the Dodgers. I know even it. with it with obscene payroll, but who can you count on in the seventh and the eighth inning? I'm just going to throw t- this out there. Yep, go ahead. Y- you can reject me if you want. That's fine. Kershaw was awesome again yesterday. He is down to eight to one to win the Cy Young in the National League, and Strider got blown up yesterday. Imagine if Clayton Kershaw would pull this off. What is he in, like his 15th year? And he is like the true ace of that team now. Remarkable what mm-hmm. he's doing. Yeah. I never would have considered putting a bet on him to win the Cy Young this year. Never once. That's wide open. You don't really have a lot of options. But in the American League, it's stacked. As oh, we American ran down League, yeah. earlier in the week with all these guys that are having great numbers. And Tampa, 46-19, and 29-6 at home. And they dispatched the twins again. Okay, this what is they've done. So their ROI is absurd. I am going to step out of my wheelhouse here for a second, but I'm going to bring this up because of history. At DraftKings right now, you can bet on Raphael Devers. They hit a home run today at four to one. The Red Sox are getting Garrett Cole. Raphael Devers in his career against Cole, he's eight for thirty-two. So a two fifty batting average, but of those eight hits, six of them have been home runs. So he's done a terrific job, obviously, in a small sample size of taking Cole deep. And Cole's 15 career starts versus Boston. 
His ERA is 4.4. His FIP is 4.24. The whip is 1.5. He gets him at home today. His home numbers against Boston are better than that. But overall, Devers has done a pretty good job, obviously, against him in his career. Yep. And he asked me uh, why I like the over 8.5 in the Rays game. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get out of Glasnow when it's going against Haney. But Texas, first and runs, hit second and OPS. Tampa, second and runs, average first and OPS, number one in home runs, stolen bases. Yep. I mean, you think there'd be plenty of runs in that game and in this series coming up, which a uh, great matchup is Texas 40 and 21 on the season. Yep. Okay, so coming up next year on, and again, Matt Beskirjian coming up on 20, in 20 minutes. Next year on the program, we'll reset what took place last night, Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals, give you the Game 4 betting numbers, updated series price, and also talk about tonight's NBA game as well. Big Game 4 there. Player props that we like. Point spread total as well coming up here on VSIM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check out the leaderboard. Who has the hot hand? ROI. Betting splits, power ratings, 24 7 video access. VSIN Pro subscriber today, 999 slash subscribe. Goody gumdrops. Good stuff tomorrow. Good baseball card. Uh, can Vegas take a commanding 3-1 series lead uh, in the Stanley Cup uh, final tomorrow? And you also start the day with the Champions League final. Can you see history here with Man City, what they're able to pull off? And it's just, uh, like Nigel said, best club he's ever seen. He likes Man City to win to nil tomorrow at uh, noon Pacific against Inter Milan. Huge price to advance. Um, and to win in 90 minutes is uh, 220. Well, Okay, so Milan is 6-1 to one to win it in 90 minutes. Does it feel to you like that would play as a bigger upset than a 6-1 to one shot? 
You know what I'm saying? Like it would, like if they, let's say they win two nil. Would it? I mean, people. I well, think that would, would shock me. That's what I'm saying. People yeah. would be stunned across the yeah. world. They shut out City and yes. And when you look at the betting odds, it's like, yeah. wait, they were only six to one. Because the city is just, it's such yeah. a, they're a freight train. Right. Now, Holland is now mi- this, yeah. minus 190 to score? Yeah, as high as 190. It was the same price in the FA Cup, and he didn't score. So if, if, if like Nigel says, he expects it to be cagey and nervy, and Milan's going to try to keep it low scoring, maybe try to steal one and get, uh, and, and as Luke, our producer, pointed out, we've had a sick run here with these big-time matches slash playoffs going to extra time and or penalties. Uh-huh. And it seems all of them have been 1-1. But then again, you're right. They're so damn good. And they beat Man U. They win 2-1. The only goal was the ridiculous penalty uh, with the the ball touching the fingers, which I thought, you know, you just got to be better common sense and judgment here. But the menu, again, everything that's offered. But uh, yes, I would have to take Howland, no. Take the plus 140 not to score. And then I like under three minus one fifty. Okay. In other places, I mean, you see two and a halves, but the, you can get so creative with how you're going to bet this. And again, the market's just uh, uh, incredible with everything they offer. Nigel did mention cards as well. The cards are four and a half, and then goal in the first twenty-seven minutes is a dollar ten, uh, both ways in the match. How about the first goal? The method of scoring, the own goal is twenty-five to one. You, you randomly get these quite a few times in soccer as well in big matches. Mm-hmm. And how they're going to actually grade that and score that with the own goal. That's a good prop. At 25, that's got to be, that's not yeah. any time though. That's first goal. I would actually look at, if the price is right, how about own goal any time in the match? Those are juicy payouts. We oh, saw yeah. that from the World Cup. I'd For take sure. penalty. I would take penalty 6 penalty? to 1. Okay. But I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if they can pull this off, you know, full marks to them. I would, what uh, they've been able to do because there's been no let up from the from the Premier League. You thought the schedule would get them here, the grueling schedule that hasn't happened, and now you're going back to back Saturdays where you try to finish the job. Now I would like to find the no on on him for the goal, Halan, um, at like plus one sixty. But also that to me is like betting Steph Curry to go under thirty five and a half points in a game when he's on an absolute heater, and at the end of the night, oh, here's Steph with 10 threes right in your eyeball, huh. and he had 39 points. Yeah, It's just like, I, I've, I've burned so much money betting under on huge numbers on Steph Curry, and he, he somehow gets there. Right. Uh, I throw out the final match of the Premier League season. It was all, the, they wrapped it up early, they played Brentford, they lost. They haven't lost since February 5th, when Tottenham got them 1-0. Think wow. about that. And how many, how much The foot- Super Bowl was not even played yeah. yet. How much football they've played. So... I mean, there needs to be an investigation that they lost at Southampton. <laughs> I think how, how kooky that is, but I think a couple of years ago they lost to Norwich too. But uh, the, the run that this is on and certainly what Pep's done, uh, just a freight train, no doubt. Yep. I like Michael Porter to go over 10.5 mm-hmm. points tonight. I think uh, two ten and a half might be a little bit strong as well, although Denver's offensive rating can be really, really strong. you like any player props? I know you've been getting creative with like the BAM alternate rebounds. Uh, in fact, if you want to, if you Those think are juicy returns, and oh, that's they, right. Well, that continued. That's been the story of the series, and certainly was the story of Game Three. These sick payouts, because what Bam did, what Joker did, and what Murray did. Murray thirty-one, thirty-two to one triple double, big price price on Murray to have uh, ten rebounds. What is he today? What uh, ten assists is a big price? Ten assists. 
plus 250, but Murray to get 10 rebounds is 9-1. to one. The alt numbers, that's the other big, the payouts. You know, Bam, 15 rebounds or more, plus 475. He's 10.5 for the game. Joker to score 40 points is plus 425. Uh, okay. will, will, will Gordon get... Gordon was 7-1 to one to have 10 rebounds I see, I can't. in the last game. And that so was at DraftKings? Du- yeah, the double-double Damn. stuff. The, com- the made threes are 27.5, by the way. And the points, rebounds, and assists for our Joker, 54.5. Now, this is all based on how many minutes Porter is going to get. Like, is Malone going to go to other players like Christian Braun maybe a little bit more tonight? Yep. But Porter's player, his points prop has been around 14 and a half typically, right? In that range. Now, because he's only scored two and five points in his last two games, respectively, here against the Heat, it's now knocked down to 10 and a half. But if you go back, um, the first game against the Heat, he had 14. And then in the Lakers series, it was 15, 14, 16, 15 against the Suns, 10, 19, and 11. So his regular prop is 10.5, minus 102 to the over tonight. If you want to get creative and go with his alt overs, you can go up to like 13. And his his point, again, the prop is generally 13.5, 14.5. Yep. Over 13.5 tonight is plus 240. I think I'm going to bet all of these. If he hits some shots early and has it going, he'll keep uh, shooting them too. And it could go for 20. That's not outrageous because he averaged 17 a game. That's 9 to 1 if he gives you 20 points. Murray to get 35 points or more is plus 450. Butler's likewise, same thing. I can't get there with Pope. Pope's a juicy payout. If he gets 15 points, he's 7-1. to one. Yeah. But uh, I would I would say Gabe Vincent, though, is 5-1 to one to score 20 points. Yeah, I think he has. I bet him over 13 and a half his last mm-hmm. game. I thought uh, JVT earlier on in this hour brought up a really good point. Jonathan Von Tobel, uh, he was whistled for those three fouls. I thought two of them were a joke. And they took him out of the game right Likewise, away. What happened so. to Pope in game two? I would agree. Yeah. What do you want to, what would you, what do you, I know people don't want to lay the juice, but what do you want to do from the three standpoint with the market? Brown to make a three is a dollar fifty. Yeah, I, tr- I trust him. Joker's one and a half under two dollars. So is Butler. Well, how many threes is Joker going to take? Yeah. If you notice, like he, he doesn't force like anything. And even when they leave him wide open, like let's say top of the key, he thinks about it for a second. Like he is not a chucker whatsoever. So, but if they give him the space and he, he looks and he doesn't find anybody, he's like, okay, here we go. I'm going to let one launch now. Yep. I, do, I like Murray over two and a half threes. Over minus 175. Do you, do you like Murray plus 230 for a double-double? Yes. But that's getting kind of low, though, because based on what it was earlier in the series, yeah, it though. Is. It is. Um, Bam's $1.80. He should have. He should be able to grab ten rebounds. Uh, also, here we go. L- largest lead prop too. What, what, what do we, you want to do? <laughs> are you staying away? Loses again. Uh, the seventeen and a half largest lead. Okay. How about the no, uh, knowing this now in this stupid prop? Miami will blow them out today. T- uh, tomorrow. The dunks today, and threes sorry. prop also at DraftKings, okay, which is right, just right so good. Bat. Yeah, I'd love they have first possession. Well, yes, no. Will the team score on the first possession? Okay, that's. Uh, so you can bet on dunks plus threes in the first three minutes. Will we have one at all? It's minus twelve dollars. Will we get two minus two twenty and three pluses plus one thirty? I would bet. I would like to bet the no on all this stuff. We got a three early from Kevin Love in the last game. I still would take over seventy eight and a half seconds for the first. What it was? Yeah, first made three. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I know Len has been chiming in on Twitter. Um, very loyal Vison uh, member of the audience. Thank you, Len, for this. He like he's tracking this stuff. 
He goes, very rarely in the first three minutes are you going to get a bunch of threes or dunks. And it makes a lot of sense, right? The you, dunk you, would have to be a run out with a turnover. Or just a missed assignment. Right, but yeah. But, but to get, like, the uh, how many dunks in the first three minutes? Zero is minus 170. One plus is plus 140. And then how many threes okay. in the first three minutes? One is minus $5 to get a three. I'd like to bet the no on that. Give me that again. A th- made three a, a in the made what? made three in the first three minutes is, is minus $5? I would like to take the no at like plus 450. Is yes. that offered? I don't see it on their web. I would love to bet the no on that. And then last night in the NHL, we have a series now. And VGK, boy, they really gave that game away. That could be... When this is all said and done, who knows? This could be a five-game series, or we could look back on this thing in two weeks and say they, they, that's the game that got them. Never should have blown that game last night. And they did. I thought the, the Panthers were... I thought they were an 11 seed who were lucky to get into March Madness. Yeah. The way it looked last night again. Yeah, that's tough. Two minutes left, pull the goalie, bam. And uh, then the, the four minutes in in the overtime, just this incredible run. Ten yep. straight wins, overtime in the playoffs. We'll talk some Major League Baseball with the great Matt Baskersian from MLB Network coming up next year on Follow the Money, BSIT, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 